Hey y'all, welcome back to the Neon Cafe. Um, this is the second episode, so thank you for making it to that. Um, you know, I know that <laughs> it's been a little bit since the first one, but bear with us, we're getting there, you know. It's, we got a lot of shit we gotta deal with, we're busy boys, alright? But uh, I do have a few quick announcements that I'd like to get started first and foremost. Uh, drum roll please, Zach. We started a Patreon, that's right. We got so much more love than we could have ever anticipated for the first episode, and after many heated and very sensual arguments between Zach and I, we decided that we're gonna throw our hats into the ring and take the advice of y'all. You can support us, your favorite ADHD stoners, at www.patreon.com forward slash Neon Cafe Podcast. Link will be firmly situated in the description, much like Zach's cock and mic. And secondly, as you can tell, my mic is much better quality than the first episode, so you can enjoy that. Um, we appreciate y'all sticking with us as we try to do more and more things to refine the podcast. Um, no, y'all are the reason that these two fucking idiots, Zach and I, uh, can shout their opinions into the open internet. And for that, we thank you. So, guys, gals, they, thems, anything that you may be, sit back, relax, grab your favorite comfort drink, and enjoy the second ever episode of the Neon Cafe. Hey guys. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the podcast. Welcome everybody. to the podcast, everyone. Episode this two. This is the Neon Cafe. Yeah, I, episode two. <laughs> we're so glad that you all enjoyed the first episode so much, or you know, enjoyed our our little art so much that you decided to to select this uh this second episode. We appreciate it, y'all. Subscribe to our Patreon. Yes. So, <laughs> chances are there's going to be something. Money. Give us money. We want all of your cash and all of your money. Um, right now. Yeah. No, I like literally pause pause the episode and go subscribe to our Patreon. Um, so, right uh, yeah, we have a, a Patreon now. That's, that's exciting. Um, that is neat. We're, like, full on, like, doing this, people. Yeah. I, I, uh, um, oh, um. So yeah, we uh we started the podcast or started the podcast, started the Patreon um just a a couple days ago, I think. Um yeah. well for, first off, thank you guys so much for uh I oh my god, I sound so artificial. I promise this is genuine enthusiasm. <laughs> um thank you guys so much for getting the first episode to almost 50 downloads. Uh Oh really? I haven't yeah. even checked it in a minute. I think it's at like 47, 48 um which is baffling and it's like downloads downloads it's not like views or listens um that's that's incredible thank you guys so much um thank you for you know spreading the podcast uh throughout the world i had a couple friends who texted me and said like hey just let you know um there was a watch party that i i caught wind of for our first episode where a bunch of people were were in a room and listening to it on their uh on their big screen which was really cool yeah um yes so thank you guys so much uh yeah we really do appreciate it we genuinely genuinely appreciate it i i had no idea that 
the first episode was going to get so much love. Um, and uh, if you don't follow through with every episode from now on, you know what's going to happen. You'll be castrated. You'll be castrated. I was going to say now flogging. We but... those. Oh, yeah. No, we're going to. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, also flogged. Because, also yeah, flogged. that could call back. <laughs> we'll castrate you with the fucks. <laughs> that sounds yeah, we'll, horrible. We'll heat it up real nice and good. Mm. Uh, well, before I get too horny, we that should probably. Um, so I want to just briefly. Oh, uh, well, we'll talk about the topic beforehand. This is this is pretty important to get out of the way. Um, so if you guys go to patreon.com slash creator home, that's not it. Patreon. <laughs> Patreon patreon.com slash the neon cafe podcast it'll be in the description and all that um we wanted to because jordan pointed out something that i didn't realize uh that we wanted to clarify a little bit um but uh for the tiers we have the neon cafe patron um the neon cafe staff vip patron and uh the round table the round the round table one uh you guys are gonna have to find out what uh that neon cafe special is um but uh even i don't know it so that's yeah even jordan doesn't know it um even i don't know it's uh so for the monthly amas okay yeah yeah that's what we were talking about um so in the ten dollars per month one it's or uh twenty dollars per month it's like says live streams um that's a little bit of a misnomer because the monthly amas are going to be live streamed as well uh we we think think of them as kind of like a you know private stream where we can sit down with you guys answer your questions kick the shit um but uh the live streams in the twenty dollars per month one are going to be much different uh chances are it'll be stuff like you know the the writing and recording process for the empty highway like um we'll we'll figure out cool things to do uh as exclusive you know live stream content but the monthly amas even if you just want to give us five dollars a month you'll still get a bunch of extra content early access to episodes um we'd we'd greatly appreciate it um but uh yeah with that out of the way do you know uh do you know what today's episode is about jordan i do today fellows we're we're doing the spongebob episode it's just gonna be a little episode about the spongebob SpongeBob episode specifically specifically some conspiracy theories as zach likes to call them oh that's exact oh yeah (laughs) i've literally never had a conspiracies no that's that's not true i've had a stutter but i've never had a lisp um but for some reason a every lisp? time i try to say conspiracy i say conspiracy or conspir <laughs> i can't remember how i say it i throw a th in there somewhere where there's definitely not a th um and now i'm gonna start calling it a conspiracy a, a conspiracy theory dude conspiracies that would be cool we could like oh we yeah could have we could have a series about conspiracies yeah where a we go through and talk about like our favorite conspiracies about our favorite you know yeah, television a conspiracy shows and series about conspiracy theories hell yeah so um first off jordan and i i mean i'm pretty sure i speak for jordan as well we didn't talk about this at all before the podcast but um <laughs> you know spongebob was such an important part of our life growing up um oh yeah i oh definitely watched it more than any other cartoon uh i had a partner who 
literally for the first like four seasons of the spongebob um the spongebob the first first four seasons of spongebob um they will they can literally like say every line with the exact cadence like they know it by heart and you can like start from the middle of any episode you can start from any line you want and they can start right then it was crazy that was such a cool that is crazy what the fuck i am so so jealous of the dedication that that takes you know my girlfriend can do that with uh shrek too really she knows the entire shrek too (laughs) yeah man that's awesome (laughs) i can't do that with anything i don't think she's not a bitch i'll clarify oh there you go you two lovebirds i can't think Uh of i don't know if i have any anything can do you have anything like that that you can like i'm pretty sure there's something from my childhood that i could do that with there's definitely episodes (laughs) there's definitely episodes that i could like quote but definitely not whole seasons Um, i'm sure there's somewhere there's something somewhere that i could probably recite um that isn't like a song yeah i mean shit it's easy to recite music but like we could both do the national anthem no actually i I don't know if i could do i was about to say i don't know the national (laughs) i don't fucking know those words fuck that shit both of us need to revoke our citizenship um i i I meant the uh the national anthem or no (laughs) (laughs) i meant the national anthem what i said was the national anthem but wait what am i thinking of the pledge of allegiance we know the pledge of allegiance oh i stopped saying that shit Oh yeah, I, don't, I honestly can't remember the last time I said a pledge. Dude, we are gonna piss off so many, so many people. Fuck you, fucking, fucking you conservative, hicks. fucking pieces of shit. I don't give a <laughs> shit about what you gotta say. Be careful, they're the ones with guns. Good. <laughs> Put a quick end to my but miserable need existence. <laughs> um. But uh, yeah. I so this is one of the most interesting things to me about SpongeBob, is that like. Not on, how oh, many holes he's got? How many holes he's got? There's got to so be a many way to holes. Fuck him. <laughs> There's got to be a way to fuck him. Um, Do you think you could put your dick through one hole and then it comes out the other? Yes, I do. Yeah. Because the jellyfish fly through them like they're nothing. So I'm sure if you had the really? the length, yeah, like there's there's episodes where he like, you know, opens his holes and <laughs> lets things <laughs> just fly right through him. Um, so I know was a fucking slut, dude. Oh yeah, no, he's uh, he 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 gets around. Um, yeah, but there's yeah. one thing we know about SpongeBob, it's that his body count is through the roof. Um, yes, sir. I was gonna make a Sandy Cheeks joke, but I was like, that's too. And he's that's a hardened veteran. <laughs> he is a hardened veteran. Oh, actually, that brings us to a uh, to the first conspiracy. Okay, no, I, I, I. Yes, it does. Yeah, keep, that's keep a stupid hardened, one we don't want to talk about. <laughs> yeah, well, keep keep hardened veteran in your mind because I want to give a brief little synopsis of for those who have never seen SpongeBob before in their life. Um, I got something hardened on my mind. I'll tell you what, Jordan. Yep. What did we talk about being horny on the podcast? Uh. That's right, and I expect you to follow through. Um. So, SpongeBob SquarePants, born July fourteenth, nineteen eighty six. All right, that's cool. I yeah, I guess man. so. Eighty six. He's like old now. <laughs> yeah, man. SpongeBob's fucking. He would be fifty two. No, oh no my way. god, forty two. Forty two. <laughs> what am I thinking? No, yeah, right. I don't know. Maybe I don't fucking know. How old is SpongeBob? I can't math. 
Yeah, this doesn't feel... How old is Spongebob? How old is... Um, how old is Speed? <laughs> how old is Speed? How hey, old is... how long has Speed been along, uh, around, I mean? Uh, he would be 36. Yeah, okay. Uh, wow, so I <laughs> I guessed 50 and then 40. And he is 36. <laughs> I, as soon as We're I said 50, there. I was like, there's no way people born in the 80s are 50 years old. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, man. They're getting up there. They're getting up there, really. I'll tell you what. I guess they would be. Yeah, because my dad's in his mid forties and he was born late seventies. Man, mm -hmm. all right. Your dad's old as shit. He is. He is. <laughs> I'm joking, Sid. I'm kidding, <laughs> buddy. I'm kidding, pal. I love you. I'm trying to think. Uh, okay, so I'm gonna I'm gonna go through the. Uh, this is a SpongeBob encyclopedia. It's not a wiki. It's an encyclopedia. Mm -mm. Get that through um, your fucking head. Exactly. It's not a wiki. It's not a wiki. And I swear to God, Jesus if you guys try to say wiki. Um, SpongeBob SquarePants. Their own. Oh my God, you have no clue. If you thought our <laughs> flogs was bad. Um, oh, man. <laughs> so SpongeBob SquarePants was born July 14th, 1986, like me, um, and is exactly one of like the you. 10 main characters of the animated franchise of the same name. Blah, 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 Stephen Heelan... Heelan... Heel Heelan... Heelanberg. Yeah, Stephen Hillenberg. Uh, based... He based him on Bob the Sponge, <laughs> a character that he had created for an educational book in the late 1980s. Wow, so Bob the Sponge became SpongeBob. <laughs> <laughs> Bob the Sponge. Crazy. I wonder how um I wonder how he came up from with SpongeBob from uh, Bob the Sponge. Bob, yeah, I can't see the connection. Neither can it I. It seems like kind of a stretch. Like he might yeah, as well just made like, an original character at that point. Right. Yeah. Like why would you try to write that like that's like you that's there's just not enough threads there. Um Yeah, get good Steve. Was that his name? Uh Steven, yeah, yeah. Oh, look at me. Um the SpongeBob is a childish, joyful, and clumsy sea sponge who lived in a pineapple. He's a childish with his... and joyful thirty-year-old. He is. He is like all of us. Um, like all of us. I hope to be a, a childish and joyful thirty-year-old. It doesn't look like it's going. Oh, that you way, won't but... make it to that age. Oh no, no. I I keep telling people that I'm going to die at twenty-seven, and no one believes me. Um, oh, are you join the twenty-seven club? Oh, there is a twenty-seven club. Maybe that's where it got in my head. Maybe that's why I, I just I don't have a have white lighter idea. in your pocket. Is that what happened? <laughs> well, it's like um, like what was it? It was Kurt Cobain, um, Jimi Hendrix, or something. There's a like they were the all Henry. found dead at 27 with a um white lighter in their pocket. Really? Yeah, man. I think it was Jimi Hendrix. I hope I'm not talking shit out of my that's ass. That's weird. Talking shit out of my ass. 27 Club. Hold on, let me look this shit up, pal. <laughs> 27 club members <laughs> i love that <laughs> holy shit okay um amy whitehouse yep jimmy hendrix okay good alan wilson janice joplin janice joplin was only 27 suppose so that's weird chris rock how the fuck was janice joplin only 27 <laughs> jim morrison oh, door boy <laughs> door boy and amy winehouse wow so many influential Man. people that I know very little about. Yeah, man. They don't fucking matter. No. No, they don't. Um, they're dead now, so... I think we should just stop yeah, talking man. about them and move on. Um, but, uh, yeah, so... 
I, I will say that one of the one of the reasons why we wanted to to start this because originally I was thinking we would just do a SpongeBob episode because you know nostalgia and it's just a a fun thing to talk about. Um, it's a fun thing to talk about. Fun thing to talk about. You know how you and your your mates sit down and talk about SpongeBob. Um, yeah, man. I mean, shit. I don't do anything else. Yeah. No, I mean, honestly, if someone tries to start a conversation with me and we're not talking about SpongeBob, I get like really shifty-eyed and uncomfortable, and I start sweating. <clears throat> yeah. And it like, like it gets progressively worse until they mention the words, you know, Sponge or Bob or something, and then, you know, I it, it got to one point where you know I went into cardiac arrest, but um, you know, <laughs> I'm sorry, I didn't mean to laugh. That's not a laughing matter. No, it's it's um, not. I had to go to the hospital. I was there for three days. It was yeah. very scary. I didn't yeah. know if I was going to survive. Um. So yeah, thanks for that. Just whispering SpongeBob in your ears and yeah, no, I have to. A lot of people think that I'm partially deaf because I wear a uh, an earpiece, but it's actually like it's SpongeBob being gently whispered into my ear by a British lady, um, twenty four seven. Um, which uh, I don't know. Have you like messed with the the settings on your like Siri or whatever you have? Oh yeah, British. Yeah, mine's British. <laughs> I oh, think mine's like lower income British or something like that. Lower income. <laughs> I can't remember what it was. I'm gonna have to look this up. Um, That's fucking funny. Because <laughs> there were two different types of British. There was like proper British or something. Hold on, I have to figure this out. Voice Samantha. No, what? Oh, that's weird. I could have swore that they maybe they changed it to have names. But I'm pretty positive that uh, they used to have names that say like, um, like old English or like English proper and stuff like that. But uh, anyway, mm-hmm. yeah, mine's a, a a sweet little British lady who tells me how to get to work. Um, and tells you SpongeBob. And tells me SpongeBob. Yeah. yeah uh, you know, I want to mention something real quick. You know, y'all might notice something a little different. Okay. Oh, I can't believe now, we didn't uh, mention this. <laughs> I know I meant to, but I totally fucking forgot. Um, I got my mic from my uh, old house, Woo! so my my audio should be significantly better. I sure hope it fucking is. I sure hope it does. Mm. But um, yeah. So expect some better fucking quality from my voice, cause holy shit, I couldn't, dude. I tried <laughs> to listen to the first podcast we put out, and I was enjoying it up until I spoke, <laughs> and then like. I was like, "Oh my god, that's fucking horrible." It was a hey, little. That's fucking bad. It was a little. It was a little iffy. It was rough, but I, um, it know, got it got we, the point we're across. Past that now. We are we're past that now. We're we're doing we're doing better. Um, I I am deeply sorry, and um, I never thought I'd have to make one of these videos. You should be. But. Yeah, no. Jordan and I have sat down and talked about um how he's going to release a public apology for the quality of the first episode. Yeah, I, I'm. I understand. Um, I, you know, I hear all of your cries, and uh, mm-hmm. honestly, you that one girl shut the fuck up. I was, gonna, I was gonna make a joke, but no. <laughs> I was gonna say that one girl jumped off a bridge. Oh no, she did. <laughs> she did. It was really sad. I well, know, I mean, that's when we realized was, that we needed to go public about it, and you know, we wanted yeah. to be the change that we wanted to see in the world. And uh, I don't want to see any change. We're sorry to Samantha Hillenberg, um, daughter of the creator of SpongeBob, <laughs> <laughs> which is also why we're doing a SpongeBob we, episode. Uh, 
Yeah, no, this is um, in remembrance of yes, uh, Retribution. Samantha Hillenberg or whatever the fuck her name was. Yeah. Dude, I'm going to be so upset if Steven Hillenberg has a daughter named Samantha. <laughs> I, I, highly, I mean, highly doubt it. Dude, okay, wait. Something... I want to ask you something. Okay, so like... You know how it's like, oh, there's a per- this percentage of the likeliness of this happening, you know? Like, right. blah, 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 whatever. Chance if you think theory. about it... Yeah, if you think about it, isn't it... Isn't everything 50-50 because it either could or couldn't happen? Well, what if you were given a choice between a red, a yellow, and a green apple? <laughs> Does that have anything to do with this? Yeah. You said it's anything That's... 50-50. What if, you, what if you're given a problem with more than two solutions? Oh, sure. I don't fucking know. <laughs> <laughs> but well, I see I'm what just you're saying. saying. like say like you know like oh there's you're either going to a or not certain possibility yeah it's like you know so like everything is like 50 50 i'm either going to app i'm either going to apple i'm either going to eat an apple or i'm or i'm not going to that's like, true what what's the likelihood of a shark eating you well it's not 50 50 but it kind of is because either you're going to get eaten by a shark or you're not going to get eaten by a shark see this is i, you know I feel like there's a name for this because this is interesting. Really? Because I've thought about this before, and I've asked someone, pe- I've asked people about it before, and they're just like, "No, you're dumb. Shut the fuck up." Well, because I'm like, like, well, because like I, the way I think about it is like, there's most things in life are more than fifty fifty. I think that right, like obviously looking back, it, it's kind of like, kind of like the the multiverse theory or like how. Oh, um, sure you know fate like one of the this was a game grumps thing and one of the sorry we're not talking about spongebob but like (laughs) one of the (laughs) like one of the coolest ways that i've ever heard someone put it is when uh danny was talking about fate and he was like i don't necessarily believe in faith or fate but um if you you know went back in time to a certain day um you would make exactly the same decisions that you made the first time around because you don't have any, you know, external information that would cause you to veer off the path that you were already on. So right. even if you went back to the same day, uh, you know, 70 times, unless you like, you know, had memory from the future or whatever, if you were only had the information that you had on that specific day, you would always do the same thing. Um, right. So maybe it is like fate, you know? Like maybe that is hey. kind of like destiny. Yeah, you know what? Maybe it is. And well, I let me I ask know, you. Right. So what were you gonna say? I was gonna say I I do appreciate Aaron's uh, rebuttal with the uh, like it only looks like fate when you're moving backwards. Um, but uh, oh no, actually, oh no 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 that was that was uh Danny's rebuttal rebuttal for him saying that you know it only looks like fate when you're looking backwards um because they were talking about like their parents getting together and stuff and yeah right. oh i remember very interesting now. very interesting conversation i i know it's in wind waker but i can't remember what episode i, mm. I was gonna ask you though um time travel mm-hmm. do you think that if you were to travel back in time would you i would kill travel baby back Hitler. and sure <laughs> i would smother like, that say... little thing yeah, man, I just go back and kill any random baby. But uh, oh yeah, hope it's not Hitler <laughs> or hope it is Hitler. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but um, no, like say you go back in time to a time where you were alive. You think 
you would go back and live in that body that you were living that day? I said that kind of weird. Or would you think that when you time travel, you are still yourself and then you can interact with past you? Or do you think that you Ooh. become past you? Is what I'm trying to say. This is interesting. I, I think, think... I've, I've seen I've seen both portrayed, I think. Yes, definitely. I, like, I, I don't know that... which one would be true. Probably if, the latter. Like, yeah, if time travel was real, I doubt that your consciousness would just be kind of shoved into the consciousness that you were at. Right. Um, I think that it's more realistic, quote unquote, because I, from what I understand, like time travel is just not scientifically possible at all from what we understand about the universe right now. Um, so you don't, so you don't believe in time travel? Uh, so <sighs> it's difficult because i've heard the argument that if if we could ever achieve time travel we have already then it, exists. Ar- it then it would have existed i think we, i mentioned would already that to you it. before yeah and I, I i really like that idea but at the same time it's like well what if there's only specific people who time travel and they're very careful and you know you don't want to disrupt the space-time continuum all this sort of stuff um but uh the way i think about it is that like um if if we were all right hold on let me think about this not only is it like not very scientifically uh like there, there's no way that we know of at this moment that even if we had the technology later on down the line we could feasibly travel through time um just because i mean there's things like the earth is you know it could be anywhere from hundreds of thousands to billions and billions and billions of <coughs> miles away from when where it was in space when you time traveled so even if it was possible it's very possible you just you know end up in a void in space far far away from the earth um but also like uh when when you think of like time travel and stuff like that uh it's it's hard to no i actually now that i think about it 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 would make sense if you know they were just very careful and uh i mean maybe there is time travel maybe the the you know universe that we're living in is the universe that was affected by time travel um right oh but that was the other thing i was thinking um i don't know if you believe in the multiverse theory i am like i think you kind of have to yeah i the it's so tricky because the 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 thought is cool and the fact that we don't know what dark matter comes from and all that is cool um but like the the amount like the idea that there are infinite universes with infinite possibilities um that would be cool i would be much more interested in going to an alternate reality than going back or forward in time because oh that was the other thing i was gonna say um i it, it could be possible because time is relative um and from what i understand about like the laws of the universe or whatever um the only reason that we perceive time in such a linear fashion is because we're third dimensional beings. Uh, and supposedly there's a dimension where if you were to exist on that plane, you wouldn't experience time linearly. It would be more like a pool where you could kind of jump in wherever you'd like. Um, but like huh. with that being said, like, cause every time I think of uh, like Elon <laughs> Musk saying how it's like, one in a million chance that we're not in a simulation that this is base reality like to me and of course i'm not nearly as smart as elon musk but like every time i hear him try to defend that i'm like 
well okay but there's no like it's almost a coin flip like and of course i could be wrong about this but the way that like he explains it to me it seems like it's a coin flip like it's there's just as much evidence to suggest that we are in the base reality that is leading up to the simulation than we are in the simulation that was created by base reality um right to me like simulation theory and stuff like that i mean maybe maybe it's just because my little uh comparatively primitive monkey brain can't fathom the idea of a simulation being able to hold together all of the laws of the universe and science and like the fact that we as as scientifically you know able as we are right now we haven't discovered anything that would lead to the idea that we are not on solid ground but you know maybe maybe it's just a stupidly complex uh you know thing Maybe, right. maybe maybe they're just good like that, you know? <laughs> maybe they're just good like that. Hey, okay. Now let me throw you one more thing. All right. I love this, if, by the way. Say, I love these kind of conversations. Me too, brother. But let me, okay. If, say, time travel does exist, mm-hmm. do, you, do, you think you'd, do you think you'd be able to go into the future? Because, cause like, I could, I could understand going back in time possibly um being able to exist mm-hmm. but like i feel like the only i feel like it just wouldn't make sense to be able to go into the future unless there is destiny you know what i'm saying because like how yes. can you go into the future when the future hasn't happened when you haven't like, made those decisions exist. yeah yeah like how could you go to the future when it just purely does not exist yet unless destiny is real and everything is set yeah you know well because so i feel like mm. if you if so yeah i feel like what i'm about to say is what i'm just is what i just said but like yeah like just to reiterate i suppose i feel like the only possible way of going forward in time is that everything is set by like have you seen loki yes yeah you know how um What's the the dude at the end? What's his name? Um, uh, it, it's Kang the Conqueror, but he calls himself yeah, uh, um, the one above all or something like that. I can't yeah, remember. Yeah, yeah. Like, doesn't he say that like everything that is supposed to happen, like they're like, that, oh my god, let me fucking <laughs> say that. Um, doesn't he say that like the only nope, that's not it either. What do I want to say? <laughs> fucking Jesus Christ. We can cut this. Hold on. Thank- <laughs> Yeah, I know. Thank God. <laughs> um, yeah, get all your coughs out. Um, Hot chocolate went down the wrong way. <coughs> uh oh. <laughs> I'm dying. <clears throat> Don't do that. Um, SpongeBob, SpongeBob, SpongeBob. But uh, but um. <laughs> yeah, uh, that's why we were on. We were off topic for so long. <laughs> but fuck! What the fuck was I gonna say? You mean how he's like so confident that no matter what happens, they're always going to show up at his doorstep? No, like how he just says that um just that everything is set, that everything is supposed to go a certain way and will go a certain way. Yes, yeah, yeah. Like there there is no free will. Yeah. Um doesn't he says that, right? Uh yeah. Yeah, he well he says that like there is a specific way that things are supposed to go. Um but like, the deviant the main branch can... the main branch thing, yeah. Right, okay, okay. Cuz I was trying to think of like yeah, because in the Marvel universe, everything is supposed to happen a certain way. Mm-hmm. But like, say that is the case in the real universe, 
like, you know, how could time travel? No, that is the only way time travel in my mind could work. Right. Is if there is a set future. Um, like, yeah. I mean, we do have free will and there is no set future because ev- there's so many factors and so many different possibilities. I don't think time travel going forward could be possible only backward. And what do you think about this? Yeah. Um. So I, I agree, but I think that like one of the most interesting things to think about for me is uh, like how, cause even though for a while I was agnostic and I would fight uh, the, the uh, idea of like, um, uh, what is it? Like, the idea that if there is fate, uh, you know, then that means that there's no free will. To me, that never really mm-hmm. made sense. Because, like, this this is one of the only points that I was able to give to religion. Because, uh, like, the way I think about it is that, like, just because there's fate and just because there's a way that things are going to happen doesn't mean that that, de- that decision was not your own. Like, uh if you know going back to the apples if there's a red and a green apple in front of you um it is completely up to you whether or not you grab the red or the green apple but i believe that whichever one you decide for your own self was going to be the one that you were going to choose regardless at the end because like the way i think about it and the way that i wrap my mind around the idea that god knows everything even the things that haven't already happened yet is like um, if you imagine, you know, time as a, uh, as a like pool or something like that, like to me, it's so weird because I can never get the idea of time being its own dimension because like cells die, like, you know, things decay. There's, there's a, a rhythm to this. I, I never could grasp the idea that there was a future that you could actually travel to. Um, but the way that they describe it is like, imagine if, uh, you know, if you had from the beginning of time to the end of time in a book and you could just flip to whatever page you want and select that page, they were like, that's what God is. Like God just knows the whole book front to back. Um, it was like, he didn't necessarily write the book. He didn't, he wasn't the one who, you know, decided how everything was going to go down, but he knows ultimately how it did go down. Um, that made a lot more sense to me. So I think that there are a lot of smart people who believe that time is its own dimension and that if you were able to bypass that level, that you could really just step through any any point in time and if that's the case then time is already set the beginning and the end of the universe have already happened and it's constantly happening at every second of every day but we just we're going through it the way that we're going through it because that's how our brains are perceiving it um but to me that's just like so maybe i just don't know enough about the universe to believe that that is like the case i think that chances are you probably can't travel to the future because again, like the past, the past makes sense to me. But then at the same time, I guess it does sound just as like crazy to think that you can go to a point where cells that have already died are back in you know motion and all that sort of stuff. So I guess it it can work both ways. But I, I guess it's just easier for me to think that what has already happened can be traveled to, while what hasn't happened yet is a little more difficult. 
Um, right. I, I guess think, I would just say, mm-hmm. huh? I was going to say, I'm, I think I'm like, I'm caught up enough to believe I, like I'm caught up enough to be stupid about it. Like <laughs> I I know enough to debunk the idea that time travel in like the sci-fi way is probably impossible, but I'm I'm informed enough to like not know how it would be possible. It's yeah, like I don't know if that works. Um I don't know. I my information on how the universe works has broken my concept of how time travel would work. Right, no, I totally get that. Maybe we should just take the world as it is and not give a shit. Yeah, <clears throat> I mean, like, that's so... Do you think there is a way to break through a dimension without any sort of technology? Without technology? Are you talking yeah, about, like, like astral projecting or astral projecting and stuff like that? Not necessarily. No, I don't know. Just, could you... Would it be possible to go into a vegetative state and just live in a different dimension, I wonder. So, like, your body in, quote-unquote, this reality is still here, but your mind is literally in a different dimension. Do you think Ooh. that's possible? Maybe. Well, so that's kind of the idea be- behind uh, the meditation I'm doing, transcendental meditation. Right. Like, that idea that your body or your mind can go past the point of physical limitations, which, to me... Like, I mean, I think we, I don't, I'm pretty sure it didn't make it to the original podcast, uh, or the one that we ended up posting, but, um, like that to me has never fully clicked the idea that your brain can go beyond physical limitation. But, um, a lot of people, like the biggest question that kind of beckons what you're talking about is the fact that scientists don't know where the consciousness is in your brain. Like scientists, no scientist on earth can point to a part in your brain and go that's where your consciousness is that's that's the reason that you know you're alive and that you're human like oh snap yeah there no wait that's not a part of your brain we have no idea why we're conscious um dude okay i'll let me let me yeah yeah. shit on you real quick um uh, uh so i've never really believed in souls Mm -hmm. um like i was just like we're just meat sacks living right. in this world but shit dude because now i'm because like you know when you trip you you like your brain goes to another fucking dimension like you know when you smoke a fuck ton of dmt you know like <laughs> you know you you go through a gateway, as we both brother. have <laughs> right well i mean the royal you um but like so like maybe shit i might believe in souls now <laughs> um yeah i was about to say like, you found where i was going the consciousness yep like your soul it's not in your your body like exactly oh shit you've made the leap that a lot of scientists have made or a lot of uh, a lot of people who are trying to solve the consciousness problem they believe that your consciousness is your soul and that your soul exists on a different plane of reality and that that's why we're not able to like test and stuff yeah dude oh i've never thought about it like that i love that stuff I've, I've never thought about where your consciousness is. Yeah. I've only just been like, oh, it's just your brain is, you know, you, you are alive. But holy shit. Yeah. Because like, that makes total fucking sense. We just have an essence within us, our soul. And that is our consciousness, our our person. Because well, you, can, you can figure out personality shit from brains, can't you? 
Uh, you can figure out like things that you're predisposed to, but you can't right. like okay, look at yeah. a brain and be like, "Oh, this girl's an introvert." Like, okay, so shit, damn. So like, because I would always be like, "Oh, you're not your body; you are your brain." But you're mm. not even your fucking brain. You're not even your brain. <laughs> <laughs> you're your soul, dude. Yeah, that's what I believe. Oh shit. Yeah. Folks, I just made a breakthrough. I was about to say, I can't believe Jordan has. <laughs> What a thing to catch on catch on recording. That's so strange. Your that brain, is very interesting. Yeah, your brain has just done the the mental gymnastics that I did when I was like studying these. Um, that like leap. I of, didn't got study shit. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. I'll be I'll be your uh uh your like your my guide. It, yeah, your um like idiot's guide to spirituality. Okay. <laughs> like, or not idiot. Well, what is it life, called? Not an idiot. Oh, spirituality for dummies. I'll be your oh, like. Thank you. I'm I'll be your idiot, pocket pamphlet on the universe and psychology. Oh well, I normally do carry you in my pocket, so that works. <laughs> I do. I don't know if a lot of people know this, but I'm actually like three inches tall. Um, You're one of the. Have you seen those TikToks where it's um? Are there like giantess a TikToks? Stupid fucking song. <laughs> it's like there's a stupid fucking song, and then it's like it's just TikToks of people being like. Oh no, I'm so I'm so small. I can't even pick up I can't even pick up this thumbtack. I'm so small. Don't step on me. Yeah, and then the song that it has, I don't know the actual words to it, but I saw this TikTok once um where it was the song and then it had the captions a seashell girl, a seashell girl. Oh no, it's a gummy worm. A what? <laughs> yeah, no, it doesn't make any sense. But like it was like it was it was saying what the sound sounded like. <laughs> And yeah, like it sounds like a seashell girl, a seashell girl. Oh no, it's a gummy worm. Oh, so that's that's not specifically what it's saying. That's just what oh, it sounds that's just like. It's what saying. it sounds like it's saying. Like, and huh. it doesn't even sound like it, but it's like when you think of what those yeah. words, you hear it. You know, it's like uh, anyway, when God damn when conserve uh, I don't like when uh, when people who don't like um, <clears throat> music or whatever try to say that like you know if you record things in reverse that they spell out that they have some sort of encoded message but then mm. they'll tell you what you're supposed to hear and then your brain will fill that in because your brain isn't it's trying to make sense of something that doesn't make sense and so our brains are natural problem solvers and um right. if something our doesn't make sense natural problem solvers exactly if something doesn't <laughs> make sense which is a lot of the like why some people believe that uh um, you know, some, some people are like, uh, born, uh, like predisposed to believe in conspiracy theories because, um, like the part of their brain that's, uh, like, you know, responsible for problem solving doesn't like it when there's no clear answer to something. And so it wants to create its own answer to fill in that hole and to allow your brain to have that Ooh. relief of like okay good i figured it out like this this problem right. is f finished or whatever um interesting but that sort of stuff i really like in the context of uh what were you just talking about dude i forgot to <laughs> oh my god uh shit <laughs> oh, what were we just talking about oh, fuck. oh oh when things were playing in reverse um Oh yeah. Like when music, you play music shit. in reverse, your brain wants to hear something even though it's nonsense. So your brain will literally like force yourself to hear something um because your brain's desire to 
close that book and just be finished with it is so strong right that it'll implant whatever it wants to but that being said most of the time when they say like oh it says you know i sold my soul to satan or whatever and you listen to it and you're like oh my god it says i sold my soul to satan you could also be like all right now listen to it and think of like you know i picked up a box of nails and then you listen to it and it's like oh, i picked up a box of nails <laughs> like <laughs> it's like there are tons of things that you can listen to and hear in it yeah it's just what i mean fits there are agendas. some songs with hidden messages oh right? yeah like, who like, like do it deliberately like a Pink Floyd song has a, a a backwards message yeah well because some artists have come out and been like yeah no like we literally <laughs> that was that was very purposeful cool which is so i wonder cool. how you do that I was about to say there's a the only time I've ever really heard like a very blatant example of it was uh there's a song from uh I think it's Miracle Musical is like the English version of his name um but he's a he's an ex member of Tally Hall and he started doing his mm. own music and I, have you ever heard the Dream Suite in C major but it's spelled S E A no. I'll have to send you that song it's it's a very very pretty song um uh. but uh like in one of his songs i th it's not murderers i can't remember what it is but in one of his songs it's literally the entire song reversed at the first half and then the second half is it like proper where you can actually hear it but for the first half of the song it's just like reversed chords and like like all that sort of stuff right um and then once you get to the halfway mark in the song, it starts playing forward and you can hear what he was actually saying. That sort of stuff I love. It freaked my mom out. Like <laughs> Oh, dude, I, there's this um mm. there's this one song that I, I can't stand. I don't even know what it's called or who it's by. Um, because I hate the song so fucking much. Right. And uh the first time I had listened to it, I was it was like four years ago when I was dating um someone. And, uh, right. <laughs> um, and, uh, she played the song and it oh, instantly freaked me the fuck out. <laughs> and I was like, get, turn this shit off. Fucking it, get it this me. out of here. <laughs> I was, <laughs> I was, I was straight up like, like nearly getting an anxiety attack. Just listening to the shit. Was it in reverse? So freaky. I don't know if it was in reverse or it was just some weird <clears throat> sound and shit. Like that kind of vibe if it wasn't yeah. in reverse it was definitely the same kind of creepy ass fucking vibe maybe and it was the just song thinking I'm about the song i'll have to um, look that up because my mom yeah. literally like started getting like bad anxiety when i started playing it in the car um because i was just like letting my music go and that came right. up on the playlist uh which is weird because i don't normally listen to it it's cool to listen to it every once in a while but i can't listen to it like often um but uh like it just came on and i didn't even notice it was on at first but after a right. while my mom was like can you please turn that off and i was like what oh yeah 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 um and she was like i just i, I hate that stuff like that reverse sounding like everything about people talking in reverse sounds creepy and unnatural and just unsettling because right. your brain understands that it's somebody talking but there's no like if you listen to somebody speaking another language your brain won't go uh-oh you know because you know that they're speaking another language you know that like this right, makes like, sense i just can't understand, understand it, it. <laughs> yeah but when something's in reverse like your brain doesn't know what's going on like it it can you know process some of it and not process other parts of it even if it's not consciously 
And it just, it fires off a bunch of triggers in your brain. Like, uh Oh, this is bad. Like, why are we listening to this? Um, right. I just want to say, dude, our podcast is fucked up. Like, Oh yeah. Like <laughs> we went from talking about like souls and all this introspective shit. And then I mentioned a stupid TikTok. <laughs> seashell girl seashell girl and that was a gummy worm and then the, oh dude just we're up and down brother oh yeah like holy shit i i oh, love man. how um literally uh the first episode we did i mean the first episode was broad enough so that everything we talked about was kind of on on topic but right um like the first episode we literally didn't mention uh why the neon cafe is called the neon cafe for the first two hours of the podcast and then this episode it's on spongebob and we're an hour in and we barely talked about spongebob <laughs> we've barely talked about spongebob at all yeah um, well i think shit, man i like us kind of just doing this where it's like you know the mind electric that's the name of the the reverse song i'll go ahead and send it to you uh, okay no, I, I I do agree that I like how our podcast is just um just two dudes shooting shit. Yeah, because it's like I think that the, those are it's weird because those are at my personal favorite like podcasts, uh like last podcast on the left, uh, Dungeons and Daddies doesn't really count because it's more than two people, but like, um I guess Dungeons and Daddies won't count either way because there's a topic, but like, uh, <laughs> it is I do think that staying on topic is important for like a good chunk of the episode but like i mean you know it's it's us hanging out it's us talking like yeah most of the time when you have a conversation with someone you'll go on rabbit holes and like loosely stay on a topic um but yeah that's the i wonder if i i'm gonna play just a little first It's a lot of that shit. I love it. I don't I think you. I was about thing. to say. I don't think you could hear it. You should play like the first three seconds of the. Yeah, I'll, I'll play it real quick. Uh, yeah. This isn't the song I was thinking of. Mm. See, this isn't necessarily um, unnerving for me. It's not unnerving I like until that. like that picture it, he uses. Oh yes, it's so freaking cool. Uh, have I ever told you about like the ang- like my thing with anglerfish? Your thing with what? Anglerfish, the the kind of fish. Oh, is that, that supposed to be an anglerfish? Oh, I see that. Oh, dude, yeah. I love anglerfish. Um, but what 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 what's your thing about anglerfish, brother? Dude, anglerfish freaking terrify me. Um, really? Yeah, like I don't know. Okay, creepy. They are like creepy so. Fuck. I I have a oops, sorry. <laughs> I have a love and a fear of the ocean. I was actually I went right. to a park with a friend recently, and her and I were talking about how. Uh, like we both love the ocean, but it's equally as unner like horribly terrifying. Um, oh, definitely. And uh, one of the things I was telling her about is how uh, I was like I had a deep fear of the ocean from uh, like super young, specifically because of the anglerfish scene and Finding Nemo. Um, like, <laughs> oh, I forgot that there's an anglerfish. Yeah, in that movie. I don't know why. Like my my child brain uh like i think you know i have slight autism and a lot of things that, that much is obvious that much is obvious like I, <laughs> <laughs> I uh but like so a lot of things that interest me and a lot of things that terrify me my brain will just not stop 
thinking about and thinking about it in oh, different definitely, ways. Dude. It just obsesses over things. Yes, um, sir. And one of the things that like it obsessed over when I was younger is like that scene in particular of Finding Nemo, that anglerfish scene, because I was like, how freaking terrifying to think that like fish uh like spend their lives at least you know in the deep deep parts where anglerfish can be found uh they mm-hmm. spend their lives in complete and total blackness from the moment they literally you know, live or whatever it's just complete blackness they have however way of sensing what's around them some of them don't even sense they just are um <laughs> yeah right and freaking imagine i feel that one imagine you spend your entire life in complete pitch blackness uh and then all of a sudden for the first time in your life there's a light you see something that you've never seen before you've seen the first thing that you've ever seen before and it's a <laughs> light much yeah. and you're like oh my oh my god what what is this crazy thing and That's you swim towards it and then it's as soon as you get close to it just like in finding nemo those freaking teeth that like it's just complete and i know the dead eyes the dead eyes i know that chances are fish aren't conscious enough again we don't know where consciousness is so we can't say that animals aren't conscious but i know that fish probably don't process enough stimulation to feel like this but the idea of an anglerfish is like uh in my opinion like apathy or not apathy but just like numbness like this kind of uh you know everything is dark and then discovery and then joyfulness, and then despair, and just complete, right. like, it's just this idea of the first thing to excite you in your life, or the first thing that you see that's not pitch blackness, is something that is malicious and is meant to attack you. <clears throat> um, that just <laughs> freaks me the fuck out. That's why I hate, right. like, sirens and stuff like that. I hate anything that's, like, oh. alluring to kill you. Like, there's just something about that that's so I mean, a siren's me. not gonna kill you, but... A siren's gonna kill but- you. Oh, I mean the siren. Oh, is oh, I see what, what you're... warns you. <laughs> no, about what's gonna kill you. Do you know what sirens are like in mythology? Oh, oh, yeah. I was like, what? Yeah, <laughs> the Dude. siren song. Well, because you're saying like sirens scare you, and I was like, oh, oh no, yeah, no, 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 no. They are creepy, especially um, freaking nuclear sirens. Oh my god, no shit um but yeah dude oh yeah sirens yeah yeah Yeah, like sirens lullabies and stuff like that like oh i hate sirens are the mermaids of the land they are what do sirens fly they are what (laughs) i don't think sirens are on no i'm pretty sure i thought sirens were i thought sirens were um every time land dwelling creatures no well i mean i i mean they're fake but like every time i've seen a siren let me look this up siren song um because well i mean every time i look it up it's like a creepy looking mermaid type thing yeah like they're always depicted as mermaids um well, the idea, right, is that they disguise themselves as beautiful mermaids and then allure people in. They're like, "Oh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna get it on with this mermaid," and then they crash into a, you know, rocks or whatever and get eaten I'm by the sirens. I'm gonna get it on with this mermaid. I'm gonna get it on with this mermaid. Yeah, freaking dude. The that's another thing There's that made me scared. There's land sirens. I'm sure there. Well, I think that the mermaid like version of them is only like the form that they take to attract people. Um, at least in their mythology. I don't... What mythology is this? Um, I actually don't know where sirens came from. Uh, 
this this episode is going to be about everything except spongebob <laughs> siren <laughs> dude. uh dude the sirens and freaking uh wait S- sirens scary because i saw some freaking like i got terrified of uh sirens no that's siren head that's different <laughs> um he's scary he is pretty freaky but like there was one siren in particular that just like chilled me to my core and it wasn't supposed to be that scary but it was another like finding nemo thing where it just got in my head and stayed there and it just freaked me out to no end oh it was the sirens in uh ice age that one ice age movie do you remember that um did you ever watch ice age I've seen the first one a long, long time ago. So this is not going to scare you at all, right? But because, I mean, they're just, they're pretty uh, non-threatening looking, but... Also, it's a kid's movie. Also, it's a kid's movie. But that's the thing, is that, like... Uh, well, when um, you're a kid, it's scary. But. Yes. So, like, originally, this is a good example. Um, the butterfly from SpongeBob. The butterfly from SpongeBob. That freaked around. me out, too, yeah. Oh, that freaked me the fuck out, dude. Anything from SpongeBob yeah. like that. Dude, all those like realistic shit. cut-ins. Oh my god. Ugh. Um Okay, so in the movie, the sirens originally look like this. I mean, I think they're different from everyone if I'm like remember because that's the whole thing with sirens, right? Is that when you look at a siren, you don't see its true form, you see like the most beautiful thing to you. Um Oh, right. oh, it's the little... Oh, okay, I recognize yeah, so, her. So, like, that's what the siren looks like originally, and then once they, like, crash their ship and they get closer and closer to the siren, uh, it turns out to be, like, these things. And even though they're not that creepy, oh. it just freaked me the... F- like, seeing them turn into that and, like, their face gets super close to the screen and their teeth bare... Oh, it was so freaky. Right, and I'm sure, like, just the idea of something pretty turning out to be something horrifying. I, that's that's one of my... Like, I have two big Gave fears. Gave trust issues. <laughs> yes, exactly. I have two big fears in horror movies. Uh, one of them is Ish. exactly this, where, <laughs> like... What? <laughs> one of my fears is, like, exactly that, where uh something is like begging for help or something's like trying to allure you and then it turns out that it's a trap and like i hate oh, that so what, what do you think um, about the witch from left for dead oh my god i hated the witch when i was young. actually the witch didn't freak me out too much but it was only because i had like a literal assault rifle and i was just like peddling bullets into <laughs> <Right>. her face <laughs> like, yeah <laughs> but um i hate that stuff and then my second biggest fear is like uncanny valley type stuff but also Mm, humans that move in inhuman ways like if it's oh dude yeah if it's too cartoony or whatever and they're just like flailing around and stuff it's not that freaky but like anything like the uncanny valley terrifies me that when when you're looking at a human and your brain knows it's not human but it can't connect as to why it knows that that's the freakiest thing i'm about to to send you something zach i'm about to send you something well, this actually, we're talking about creepy uh, Spongebob conspiracies, so this is kind of on brand. We'll go with it. Um, I promise we will start TV. talking about Spongebob at some point, but, you know. <laughs> Someday. Someday. This video I'm sending you is oh, fucking Oh, God. Creepy. Oh, I hate it already. Oh! Oh! <laughs> oh, I hate that. Yeah, dude. That, yeah, that dude. can't be real. I mean, obviously not, that? but like... Oh, so <laughs> oh yeah, no, that's totally yeah, dude. That's so. What is it's that? It's funny you say that because um, 
I just saw this on TikTok today. It for viewers at home. <clears throat> um, it's a TikTok of like, Ooh. and what it is, it's a um, it's a project from like a, a filmmaker uh, for like a um, Ooh, yes, kind please of a give portfolio me type deal. It's uh, so yeah, he he animated this um to send into a thing for it, like basically like a resume type thing, like prove that you're good mm. at this. Um, and what it is, folks at home, is um, it's a black and white video of like this mangled body just walking along a wall like on its feet like, like defying gravity fuck out <laughs> yeah and it's flailing all around it kind of looks like um two bodies mangled together. yeah that's the thing is i thought originally that it was like the the legs on yeah. top were like holding the other person uh but no it like the the more i look at it it's like th that's the same thing like it's one thing yeah, and so it's like two pairs of legs. One of them is just flailing around. The other pair is what's walking on the wall. And it's just <laughs> freaky. And um, it's great. So, yeah, dude, I saw this shit. Oh, mm, God. Shout out to They Are Coming For You, or at They Are Coming For You 666 on TikTok. Uh, this is a cool thing, because I was thinking, you know, how are we going to do, you know, it, when we want to show each other something, but it won't translate to audio listeners. Uh, even if you, you know, pay fave fave $5 a month on the Patreon, anything that we send each other, we'll post on that so that you guys can have context. We'll just point you guys to the Patreon if you want to, uh, oh, yeah, if go. you want to watch alongside well, us or whatever. I do want to mention that, uh, they are watching you or whatever. I don't think that's who made it. I think that's, it's like one of those TikToks where they post. Oh, where they post shit. it. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Right. So I'm I don't know if that's, I, it could be, it could be him. <laughs> it could not be. It probably yeah. isn't. Shout out to the original but, uh, creator of the the video that was stolen by They Are Coming For You 666 on TikTok. And if They Are Coming For You 666 is the creator, then uh, shout out to you too. Then we love you and I'm sorry that I said fuck you. You're yeah. doing great. That genuinely freaked me out. <laughs> it's crazy how, like, how disturbing something can be in like six seconds. Like I think this oh, video is 13 seconds long. That's crazy. Because it doesn't take much. No. Like... Not at all. That's why when I was much younger, Slenderman used to freak me out. I think Slenderman might actually be the reason why that sort of stuff freaks me out. Because I started seeing Slenderman stuff when I was like ten years old or something like that. Oh yeah, we were, like we were, we were young stupid when that young. shit happened. I was still, I think I was still in elementary school when Slenderman stuff oh, started becoming popular. Oh, definitely, dude. Come on, yeah. That's crazy. I, I I was probably in like sixth grade and shit when that shit was happening. Did you ever hunt for uh hunt for Slenderman? I no. definitely really I hunted for Slenderman. Like we had a couple oh, neighborhood so scared friends. Of that shit. You yeah, me? no. Well, that's the thing is that like uh we we had uh I had a couple neighborhood friends who would come over every once in a while and we lived in that's front surprising. of this forest. I know. I couldn't believe it myself. Um, but we lived in front of this like forest and uh, every, like we loved going in that forest and building forts and stuff like that. Um, I was very lucky to have that. But when Slenderman started coming out and stuff like that, we would, uh, we would go in like, we would go into the woods at night to like, see if we could find him. And uh, like, I'm pretty sure we, I, I can't remember who did it. I don't even know if we found out who did it at all um but someone in the group and i'm almost positive it was someone i'm fully positive it was someone in the group uh started leaving notes around the forest and stuff like mm. that so that when we nice. were in there we would see it um 
and that sort of stuff freaked us out and you know even though we were like 11 or 12 years old uh we still had this you know faint idea of like oh you know this probably isn't real uh but then something that freaked us out like horribly when it first came out was the story of the like tragic story of uh the the girl who lured her friend into the forest to hunt mm-hmm. for Slenderman and then stabbed her to death. Or no, I think she survived, yeah. but stabbed her a bunch. She did survive. She did. She crawled her way out of the forest. What a badass. She had like <laughs> 13 shit. stab wounds or something like that and crawled her way out of the forest. Damn. She's like a young girl too. Like Yeah, they were both like 13 years old. Like, I know. Oh, I don't know if they were 13. So... I think they were like 16. Are, Mm, oh it, it may be maybe uh hold on slender by the way still young young girls girl released uh-oh <laughs> wait <laughs> slenderman stabber to be released from mental health facility why oh my god wait what okay so wait two okay so she's 19 right now and it was from 2014, which was eight years ago. So she was 11 years old. She was 11, 12 years old when this happened. <laughs> I hate that shit. She um, was 11? Yeah, hold on. Let me see if I can the find it exactly. or the one who was stabbed? All of the girls were 12 years old at the time. Jesus Christ. <laughs> I hate that. Oh, God. Um... But it says one of the two Wisconsin girls convicted of stabbing. It was two of them? Oh, I guess it was two of them. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it was two of them. I, wow, I need to re- read this stuff. My mind is basically on the survivor. Like, you go. I'm sure that was horribly traumatizing. I can't imagine anything more traumatizing than that. But, um, you know, if you're listening to this, because I know you're a huge fan of the podcast, for one thing, we're sorry for bringing up the past. I'm sure that that's difficult to deal with. But what a badass. Right. Like, yeah, no, you, you're cool as shit. You're cool as shit. Come on the podcast. We won't talk about the cinnamon thing, I swear. Um, no. But, uh, so, I won't say her name, because for one thing, you can look up her name, whatever, but I, I just don't, I don't like saying people's names who did horrible things, because I think that, like, it, it just, I don't like the incentive that if you are a horrible enough human being, you will become known everywhere. Like... I think that there's a huge a incentive. <laughs> Hold on, Zach. <laughs> okay. What? Oh, Lord. Okay. Well, I can't remember where the fuck you left off. Okay, so I, I've been reading a little bit of this post. And so I'll just reiterate real quick. Uh, I, I hate that, you know, if that there's this incentive because of the news and because of like the popularity with serial killers and stuff like that, that if you like there's a lot of people who are sick deranged and want to be known and there's a very clear incentive because of the news and all this sort of stuff that if you want to be known you just have to cause enough pain and suffering um that people will know your name like if if you're a nobody and you want the world to know who you are go out and kill a bunch of people basically or go out and do some horrendous oh, yeah. stuff that gets into the like oh i hate that stuff so if we ever talk i mean we'll talk about serial killers and stuff like that and stuff so i'm gonna be a hypocrite but um as much as i can help it i don't want to like i don't want to give shout outs to people who became famous doing horrible stuff um right but uh anyway this girl says uh that one of the two wins 
Wisconsin girls convicted of stabbing their sixth grade classmate in the notorious uh, 2014 Slenderman stabbings uh, will be released from a mental health facility within certain conditions. Um, uh, Her, now 19, is set to be freed on Monday after nearly four years at the Winnenboro Mental Health Institute, uh, where she had been serving a 25-year sentence. The conditional release states that she, who pled guilty to the grisly attempted murder, will live with her father and submit to GPS monitoring. So, about... Uh, I just I just did the math here. About eight years into her 25-year sentence, she was let... <sighs> See, this is a this is a difficult case for me. Mm-hmm. Because she was 12. Like, clearly she has mental health issues. You know, you don't... No normal 12-year-old would, with, like, empathy, go out and stab their friend in a forest. Like, clearly there's there's something going on there. But at the same time, I don't know enough about her to... <laughs> there's no justification for it but definitely not i can't imagine maybe she was just a psychopath i was gonna say i can't imagine someone who stabs their friend in a forest had a great childhood but maybe she's just a psychopath there's plenty of psychopaths who go out and do horrible stuff because they don't feel empathy that had okay childhoods that didn't necessarily have to have a bad childhood um right and she like she was 12 so i'm sure she in some way genuinely believed that she was uh that she was sacrificing someone to the slender man like right you know in her 12 year old twisted mind or whatever so i i don't know i'd have to read more about that um but man what a what a case like i've never heard Definitely. a case anything <clears throat> like that um and my parents love true crime <laughs> like <laughs> <laughs> but anyway um yeah so uh i don't oh that's right the slenderman got me into that kind of like freaky uh humans moving in inhuman ways or just like humanoid things that are just slightly off being human um that sort of stuff has always freaked me out uh definitely but yeah so i think we I, I said to remember something, but I even I literally can't even remember what I was Oh, Hardened Veteran, that's right. Wow, I can't believe out of all the things that I've forgotten saying to keep Hardened Veteran in your mind was something that I remembered. <laughs> um But yeah, so one of the most I would say intense theories to come from uh my my experience with, you know, the spongebob community and their conspiracy theories uh by the way shout out to alex bale a the spongebob guy as you as you all know the spongebob guy the spongebob guy um he's a fantastic uh like film student who does you know these really cool uh short horror films on youtube and he does i I think i'm pretty sure he does a lot more than horror but uh i love his horror films freaking uh uh shit (laughs) i'm I'm praising this dude i can't name one of them there's a i think it's called late night snack is one of his good ones uh your car's extended warranty was fun um late yeah late night snack okay cool 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 uh but yeah alex bale the spongebob guy 
such a such a great and talented um youtuber he has his own arg thing going on with the spongebob conspiracies but um he does as you would imagine spongebob conspiracies and uh Mm -hmm. he has about eight of them out right now i believe and they are what really got me into the the conspiracy side of spongebob because you know it's it's not too difficult to believe that adults who have to work on like kids cartoons aren't going to throw in you know something to entertain them like even though it's a kids cartoon it was created by adults like i think that the idea that none of these conspiracies could be true because it's a kid show is like well it wasn't created by kids like (laughs) if you play it if you play it straight and you never you know you never outwardly express something. I'm sure that there's tons of dark jokes and stuff like that that the creators just threw in for whatever reason. Um, but we are going to go through some of those possibilities today. Uh, so one of the ones, the the reason why I wanted you guys to... to um, <laughs> I'm going to have to cut that out. Um, <laughs> one of the reasons why I, I wanted you guys to remember Hardened Veteran is because there is a theory uh, that... Pearl was adopted. <gasps> bum, bum, bum. As we talked about earlier, no fucking shit Pearl was adopted. Her father's crap. Um, I, I just, I don't, I don't understand why that is considered a theory. I, her father's a crab. <laughs> like, her father's a crab. Her father's a crab. How can anyone not believe she was adopted? But that being said, um... Alex Bale took it a little further, and I'm sure he's not the first one to, you know, pose this, but it was the first time I had heard about it. Um, uh, They believe, because of reasons I'll get into in a second, that not only is Pearl adopted, but the reason she was adopted, get this, was because, you know how Crab served in the war? How we see his old war buddies and he worked on the I re- ship and I stuff like that. I remember this theory. I do, I do. They believe that uh, uh, Mr. Krabs murdered uh, Pearl's mom in the war and then felt so bad about it after seeing the orphaned little whale that uh, that she... Or that they, they you know, adopted the, 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 the little baby whale. Um, mm. There's only two... Because... I mean, you know, obviously, please go watch Alex Bale's Spongebob theories. Go watch Alex Bale's, like, original stuff, too. He needs it. He needs the confidence boost. Um, but, uh, like, one of the one of the things about, you know, Alex Bale's videos is that they are very... They're very convincing. The way that he frames the evidence and stuff like that is, uh, I think, is very well put together. But when he talks about, you know, how it's possible that Krabs killed Pearl's mom... Um, the only two things that are a little iffy to me is that they say there's a war between primitive and non-primitive fish. The non-primitive fish are SpongeBob, all the talking fish, the ones who act, you know, in a society. Uh, but in the show, we've also seen non-primitive fish just swimming around, just regular fish. Um, so the theory goes that because of like whatever Neptune's moon or whatever. Uh, you know, 
certain certain species of fish were able to evolve past their primitive nature they started you know creating a society and then as they were spreading their influence as they were uh you know colonizing other places they had to fight for you know the right to live there because the primitive fish were already there so there's tons of things in the spongebob show that actually point to there being a some sort of war like you know they say that after crabs got home from the war like all this sort of stuff war is mentioned quite a bit uh they believe that the war is the primitive fish versus non-primitive fish and that mr crabs killed the non-primitive uh whale that ended up being pearl's mom because there's a there's a picture of a uh of a little boat with a giant whale jumping out of it and you know they believe that the the boat was the ship that crab served on and uh you know that the whale is pearl's mom and all that there's a harpoon above the picture like on the wall um and uh they also i mean what is what does mr crab say every time he's surprised every time he screams every time me timbers no the Uh. other thing mother of pearl mother mother of pearl and he says it he says it every time he sees something that uh that freaks him out that like scares him that you know shakes him to his core um and they believe that it's because he knows the horrors of having to murder the mom or whatever um but the, the only thing, and it, maybe it's just because it's a cartoon, and of course they're not going to line these things up because it would be too obvious, but I don't understand why Pearl's mom would be a primitive fish, but she wouldn't be. Maybe it's because she was raised right. in that society or whatever. I don't know how they would do that. But um, it's I, I definitely believe that this one is is more on the true side. So this is where it gets a little more interesting. Okay, Jordan, you ready for this? Um, I'm so ready. So, what do you believe the Krabby Patties are made of? Well, Zach, mm-hmm. I mean, I already know the theory. What's the secret and formula, I, Jordan? Know, well, Zach, I think, I think it might be crab. No. Oh. It's it whale. <gasps> they believe, certain people believe. That was crab that Krabby Patties are made of the carcass of Pearl's dead mom, which would explain why, uh, no, okay, so there's, I can't remember specifically the evidence for this, uh, but they believe that, um, you know, he's been basically creating Krabby Patties, and that the reason, uh, all the fish love it and stuff like that is because no one else serves whale. No one else has been able to like, you know, whatever. Uh, but hold on, let me, so this, that's, that, that's a, that's a little more dark. The idea that not only did crabs kill the mom, but that he's using the, the corpse basically to create these crabby patties and stuff like that. Um, the reason he's been doing it for so long is because Pearl's mom is such a fat fucking bitch. Exactly. Well, that's the thing is that like when you see the uh, the boat like on the water, like when we see Mr. Crab's boat, it's like a pirate ship. But when we see it next to you know the the whale jumping out of the water, it's like a third of the size. Um, oh really? Yeah. 
And uh, I believe... Hold on. Let me figure out... Because there's a... Um, oh, I remember now. Uh, there's the the episode where it shows um, crabs, like, fishing... Uh, and do you remember this where he's like fishing for the, uh, the giant clam? Um, and he like uses the dollar as bait and stuff like that. Uh, have you ever seen that episode where they're like, he takes, he takes SpongeBob and Patrick out on a, or not Patrick, but SpongeBob and Squidward out on like a boat for fishing and stuff like that. Um, I, I, I think I vaguely remember it. Yeah. The, the episode was called, um, I think it was called, hold on, hold on. I can't remember. Well, anyway, one of the episodes where uh, they do like the clam fishing and stuff like that is a Moby Dick reference. Um, mm. And, you know, Moby Dick, a book about whales, or one whale specifically, but. Um, and hunting a whale, which, again, you know kind of kind of leans itself into the theory that he's he's using the the mother as a food source but okay this is where it's going to this is where it's going to get real dark okay if mm-hmm. you have if you have children in the room have them uh, step out for a second because i mean even if the the like literally eating the 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 mom is not dark enough for you this is where it gets even darker um all right all right all right Okay, so this is where this is where the theory is really sold for me. Okay. Oh sure. Oh boy. <laughs> All right. So I'm gonna send you a video, and then I'm gonna I'm gonna Ooh. have you watch a certain section of it after I tell you the theory. Okay. Sure. So the theory is that, you know, Mr. Krabs is a greedy man. He loves nothing more sure than money. Is. He once sold uh squidward and spongebob for 72 cents to the flying dutchman <laughs> um or 62 cents i think it was 62 cents uh Damn. but you know of, of course of course he uh has all right hold on of course he has you know empathy he he loves he loves something right he loves his he loves his daughter right doesn't Hopefully. he love Pearl? You'd think so, wouldn't you? You'd think so. But what if I told you, Jordan, that he's raising Pearl so that when he runs out of meat from the mother's carcass, he can use Pearl? And <gasps> I, I hear what you're saying. Zach, that's horrifying and stupid, and why would you ever assume something like that? Zach? That's stupid and horrifying, and why would you even assume something like that? Let me show you, Jordan. <laughs> because in, in you know, have you ever heard the uh, Mr. Crab song, the cha-ching? The, uh, here, let me send it to you. So click this video, go to <laughs> uh, 20 seconds in, and then let me know when you start it. So this, I'm going to, again, this is something that we'll probably post to the Patreon so that people can okay, watch it. I'm, uh, but I'm let, going to it right now. Yeah, go to 20, <clears throat> pause it, and then let me know, because uh, we're going to we're gonna start at the same time so that I can hear your reaction. This is I'm what doing it right pro- now, damn it. I'm trying to listen to it right now. Hold on, pause it. This is what, this is what convinced me 
of this theory okay listen okay. to the lyrics listen to the lyrics what he says and what's on screen okay okay all right go Damn. Damn. <laughs> I'm looking at his daughter and then he's like, you know, I'd sell it all yep. just for money. I'd give up everything for all the money that I'd earned. Oh. And he killed a bird. <laughs> and he killed the bird. He's probably threw that in a Krabby Patty too. Yeah, man. Damn. Oh man. That was what really threw it like that was what sold it to me. Um because like I get it. You know, the joke is that he's he's greedy and, you know, of course nothing matters to him. Like that that's his character. He's the he's the ultimate capitalist, you know? Um mm-hmm. but damn when put put with everything else, like put with every other uh you know, every other thing that 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 points to that theory being right, it is mind-boggling. And it's why I love alex bale's videos because he he sets it up and he he does the punchline so well um yeah man that's fucking crazy so we'll we'll do a rating system right we'll do a a one out of ten for for the possibility that these things were actually intentional by the creators what would you give that theory and then oh you know we might how long are you staying up (laughs) as late as i need to stay up all right so how would what would you think about us like pausing the recording at some point uh watching through an alex bale video or two and then like breaking it down giving our opinions and stuff like that because i am genuinely and there's ways that we can like literally watch it at the same time online um and not just have to like line it up and assume that we're listening to the same thing uh yeah i'm chill with that i'll uh i'll text my girlfriend and tell her that uh that won't be texting much you're daddy's boy now yeah um but dude i'll i'll pick some of them i'll pick some of the the cool ones uh i oh okay so here's what we'll do i'll break down um we'll say three three theories okay um we'll give we'll see my explanation of them and then we'll give a rating for how likely we believe it is that it's intentional by the creators um and then we'll pause the recording listen to the episode from alex bale and then re-give our opinion as to whether or not that is changed in the new light um so with with what i've told you about the uh the this the mr crab's theory how likely out of 10 do you believe it is well, because <clears throat> it's pretty fucked. You know, up. <laughs> I it's pretty fucked up. I'd say I'd I'd give it maybe like a six or a seven. Okay. Um, just because uh, like while everything it does line up, um, and you you can believe it as your head cannon, but I, <laughs> the likelihood of it being purposeful by the creators. I just, I don't know, because um, I could definitely see it being purposeful because of all the fucking evidence you've shown me with, like, the paintings and shit and that song and mm. all that fun jazz. Uh, I could definitely see it being possible that they did it on purpose, 
on porpoise on porpoise <gasps> dude but, that was a good one <clears throat> thanks man but uh, even though they aren't porpoises but that's okay oh, um, it's close it's close enough they have holes yeah but uh they have orifices <laughs> yeah an orifice but porpoise. you know porpoise an orifice on a porpoise <gasps> oh my god an, a porpoise orifice Hell. uh but um uh you know yeah like a six or seven just because it definitely could be purposeful but just i don't know that's really fucking dark and a lot of shit yeah just for spun- i don't know a lot of jumps a lot of like a lot see- of jumps this is this is why I'm very excited for you to for you to see these videos because I personally believe it is about a seven and a half eight. We're in around the same boat. Um, <clears throat> I think that like there are de- the more Alex Bale videos I watch, the more I'm like, oh shit, Sponge like the SpongeBob creators have a like nothing in SpongeBob is random or out of place like the more especially like if you guys don't believe me on that like go watch through one out you of can seven. fight him you can fight me we'll do that youtuber battle that or that youtuber brawl <clears throat> that's going on literally in my state i'm so excited that freaking oh really uh, yeah have you heard about this how famous youtubers are going to be boxing each other um i know super mega's doing it super mega's in it uh so is aaron so is uh really yeah aaron from game grumps is in there so is uh um i think ian from smosh is in there uh i was like i'd be very surprised if you say dan because dan's no no dan would hand them a flower (laughs) yeah he really would um but yeah if you don't believe me that uh almost everything that is in spongebob is purposefully put there by the creators go watch alex bale's spongebob conspiracies like one through seven we definitely won't watch all seven of them unless you want to i mean it's only like it's like two hours worth of content um but uh yeah i mean it's go ahead and watch honestly any of them and then come back and tell me that you don't believe that the creators of spongebob are very meticulous about what they put in their show and how they put it in there. Um, mm-hmm. But uh, did he do the skin theory? Um, he did not. Uh, okay. Although, no, the skin theory was a uh, Doug Wolver. I think his name is. Um, I I haven't watched the skin theory, but I, I really want to. I love Alex Bale so much. I don't know why I don't watch other like. Literally, Alex Bale is the only YouTuber I watch for SpongeBob conspiracies because he's just. He's so cool. I think he's such a talented dude um, that anytime I try to listen to something else, I'm like, oh, this is so low budget and shitty. <laughs> <laughs> I feel that. Um, but uh, what's another? Oh, so we'll briefly mention this because this one's not a theory. This is a fact, but they present it as a theory because it's never directly addressed in the, in the series. But uh, did you know, Jordan, that spongebob is a television series i did within the television series oh shit really what yeah so apparently there's tons of evidence that uh like spongebob spongebob itself is a nature documentary um because there's there's examples where you know they hit the cameramen who are filming them there's examples where uh like the uh what what was it um 
shit i can't think of what it is they they hit the cameramen every once in a while they'll be like uh uh we'll have to watch the theory um but basically the the thing that proves that it's canonical and that it's not a theory is that uh there's a old clip from the 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 spongebob movie it was used as promotional material where uh like this the submarine goes down while spongebob and patrick are you know catching jellyfish or whatever and uh it's a it's a dude like it's a dude in a submarine a real dude who starts talking to them and they're like whoa it's a spaceship it's an alien um and uh he goes like you know um can you tell us about you know the new movie coming up and spongebob's like i i don't know what a movie is but we had this adventure with king neptune and getting his crown and all this sort of stuff um and he like basically breaks down the movie uh and the submarine goes up and he goes um all right see you guys in the next movie and like you know just disappears and uh a lot of people just thought that that was kind of a one-off thing but uh shoot i probably should have researched this before (laughs) that would that would explain why david david oh my god that would explain why david hasselhoff is in it (laughs) yep there's oh my god so so convincing um that's crazy, man. Yeah. I did not know that. That's very interesting. And you know what? <clears throat> we'll take a moment right now because I just realized it probably would be better if I was talking about these theories when they're fresh in my mind. And <laughs> right. we'll, uh, we'll go through them and watch them together. We'll be right back with you guys. All right. Um, oh, hey, we could... Um, This could be the music portion. This could be the music portion. Um. So, yeah, I... So here at the neon cafe right um we consider ourselves equal opportunist podcasters yeah while while we want to have more like more underground indie artists with our music uh we we want to be able to shout more people out and give you know give give a platform to musicians that we personally find very very talented uh, and who may not get the recognition that we believe that they deserve. Not that they're necessarily going to get that recognition with us, but um, right. it we it, we just think that it would be a very a very cool thing to do for, with the community. Both Jordan and I are very uh, very passionate about wanting to um, we're very passionate about wanting to involve more people in the community and kind of uh, I don't know use the podcast for something something better something good um yeah and uh with something good something good by alt j right now (laughs) (laughs) um but no this uh we're gonna use the same song for every fucking episode yep until uh until alt j does something we die yeah that too um but yeah so uh jordan picked the last song i decided to pick the song for this episode it's going to be the last time chances are that we do a song not by a you know indie artist because i think that just playing songs by artists that have already you know toured the country and all that sort of stuff is a uh you know i think something good was perfect because it meant a lot to you being the song of one of your favorite bands um and this song means a lot to me so you're gonna get 
two sides of, you know, or two songs that represent us pretty well um, before we before we complete our before we start our mission. I'll say. Um, <laughs> but uh, chances are, I because I'm stumbling so much, I'm gonna have to re-record the the like introducing the song. But until I re-record that part, uh, please enjoy what's on the jukebox today. It's gonna be <laughs> Lua by Bright Eyes. By Brad I know that it is freezing, but I think we have to walk. I keep waving at the taxis, they keep turning their lights off. Julie knows a party at an actor's west side loft Supplies are endless in the evening By the morning they'll be gone When everything is lonely I can be my own best friend I get a coffee and the paper Have my own con with the sidewalk and the pigeons and my window reflection The mask I polish in the evening by the morning looks like shit And I know you have a heavy heart I can feel it when we kiss So many men stronger than me Have thrown their backs out Trying to live yeah. But me, I'm not a gamble You can count on me to split The love I saw you in the evening By the morning won't exist Skinny like a model with your eyes all painted black You just keep going to the bathroom Always say you'll be right back Well it takes one to know one kid I think you got it bad What's so easy in the evening by the morning, such a drag I got a flask inside my pocket, we can share it on the train And if you promise to stay conscious, I will try and do the same I die from medication, but we sure killed all the pain. But what was normal in the evening by the morning seems insane. And I'm not sure what the trouble was. 
that started all of this The reasons all have run away But the feeling never did It's not something I would recommend But it is one way to live What is simple in the moonlight by the morning never is It was so simple in the moonlight, now it's so complicated It was so simple in the moonlight, so simple in the moonlight, so simple in the moonlight Wow, what a what a song that was! How's that? It was I, I I no other song is closer to my heart than than the wonderful Lua by Bright Eyes. It's true. It's it's such a beautiful song, and I'm glad that we were able to share it with all of our our wonderful listeners. Yes, and um, because we enjoy uh, all of you, all of you beautiful people, we decided that it's we have to be honest with ourselves and with our community, and uh, say you know enough is enough. Um, this episode is already like an hour and 40 minutes long and, uh, we still have quite a lot to talk about. So we're going to split this into, uh, into two parts. This is going to be part one of the, uh, sponge time travel pants, I think is the name that we're going with. That is the, that is the pants. That is the the name we're going with. (laughs) I Mm. fucking love that Mm. name. Um, well, thank you. Thank you. I appreciate that. Um, I appreciate you. So we we're going to uh, we're going to have another episode come out in maybe like two weeks, hopefully, if we can uh, if we can manage something like that. Early episodes for those who subscribe to the Patreon, um, and we also have the first ever uh, Neon Cafe Cafe section where we talk about the drinks Ooh. that we drank throughout the the recording process. Um, d- uh, disclaimer though. These are these are new drinks because we are recording this weeks after we recorded uh, the last section that you guys just listened to. No, I've I've just I've been drinking the same drink. I mean, I've just been making it last. Week. Yeah, no, mine mine started to curdle, but you know what? I have to I have to commit. Power through. You know? What right. am What am I if not a man of conviction? That's right. We do this for you, podcast listeners. So mm. there we go. You better be thankful. Yes. Oh, absolutely. Uh, Zach, Zach, what are you what are you sipping on today, Zach? So today I've decided to make myself a nice old old fashioned mug of uh, of hot chocolate. Um, mm-hmm. I was enjoying a very uh, very prestigious. Um, it was like a salted caramel, oh. uh, like cappuccino, basically. Um, right. When we recorded that last episode, which was. Uh, mind-boggling it was so delicious they need to hire me to uh do those like teen outreach things that corporations do to to try to like brainwash kids into thinking that they're they're cool too i would be great i don't know what they call those guys i don't know teen advisors (laughs) (laughs) but what about you jordan what is your uh what's on the menu for you today well, shit, I'm drinking um, an Icy right now, dude. I'm drinking a fucking 32-ounce Icy, Damn. a blue raspberry and cherry Icy, to be specific. Oh, man. Um, Double trouble. That I got from my local gas station. I'd be getting these all the fucking time. Um, I love, 
you know what? I've said it once. I'll say it again. Um, I think slushies, in my opinion, is the perfect stoner drink. Jordan, um, I have a confession to make. What? What's up? <laughs> I, I don't think I've ever had a slushie. I've had that like sounds impossible. Yeah, I've had like uh, shaved ice. I can't remember what you call it. Like shaved ice with the like just um, a nice with cream, the syrup. Or not ice cream cone. Like yeah, like a snow cone. Snow cone. Yeah. Yeah, I've had oh snow God. cones, but I've never had. You live, here. you live in Florida, in Florida, all the way down in Mexico. Yep. And you've never had a slushy? No. <laughs> it's because Dude, we didn't have Seven Elevens where I lived until last year. Dude, plenty of places other than Seven Eleven have slushies. Yeah, but if you're not drinking a slushy from Seven Eleven, are you truly drinking a slushy? Well, I'm, I, I'm not drinking one from Seven Eleven. I had my, uh, you know, my slushy virginity for so long that I was like, well, I might as well wait until I can get the king. Um, it's true. I mean, Love It does have the best uh, slushies, so I'll give you that. Mm-hmm. Um, I fucking love Seven Eleven, dude. But, uh, but yeah, man, it's it's the perfect stoner drink. I mean, it's nice and cold. It tastes super good. Like, it, 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 if if say you know, you take a big old fucking a dab hit or whatever you know right. sm- smoke a marijuana cigarette anything of the sort you know like that that's some nice cool re- refreshing fucking shit dude so that's my hot take and I'll, that's my cold take actually that's your and, cold um, take that's right i do have a second drink with me also i have a um a sparkling ice cherry limeade Zero sugar with vitamins and antioxidants. Oh, drink. Yep, um, that sounds refreshing. It is. It's nice. It's good. It's tasty. Um, and yeah, that's what I'm sipping on today. That's what we've got here in the Neon Cafe, y'all. Well, that's um, incredible. I think, and, um, and we're wondering what you guys are drinking as well. So why don't you, why don't you, you know, let us know. Um, somehow, yes. I don't know. Email. Email us. us. <laughs> <laughs> Here's my here's my fucking phone number, guys. Um, just yep. you know, text me. I mean, we've already dropped everything else. We might as well drop our phone numbers. I could use more friends. Yeah, I think that once we put our address in the podcast description, we're just gonna <laughs> yeah, we're gonna get some attention. Oh, I definitely from welcomed people. Exactly. No, I I'm think that the the only way we're going to expand this podcast is if we dox ourselves. It's true. So, folks, uh, look forward to that in this in the third episode. Yep. Once we reach our uh, next Patreon subscriber, we will publish our addresses to the uh, to the open internet. Yeah. So stay tuned for that. Um, keep an, keep your eyes peeled. Yep. And we will see you next time on the Neon Cafe. 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 All right. <laughs> Fuck. All right. Hold on.